Hello, folks. Uh, this is F for Effort, brought to you by the internet. Uh, my name is Dylan Dale, and I am doing something new today. I am doing this podcast alone. I'm sure Ben has no idea that I'm doing this, and Ben, buddy, I am sorry. <laughs> I know you have a lot of very cool things that you are doing all the time, and it's hard to set up something, but we are going to make this happen soon, so don't worry about that. This is definitely, uh, I mean, it's weird without you, buddy, so just know that. I, uh, I kind of wanted to come on today and talk just kind of about life in general. I know that's a very obscure and abstract kind of description of what this episode is going to consist of, but I feel like... I'll catch up with myself along the way. Um, but yeah, no, I this podcast feels weird because I'm not doing it with Ben, and that's definitely a... It's a first, <laughs> for sure. But um, I don't know. I Ben is doing amazing things in Chicago, and good fucking God, I wish I could be there. It, I mean, he and Scott, who is our guest last season on the last episode of the season they're outstanding comedians they are bringing laughter and joy to the hearts of many in Chicago and I could not be more proud as a friend and as a brother uh to both of them so I hope they feel the same way about me but (laughs) uh we'll get there um so life that's where we're going to start today I'm kind of going on my little notepad here. I've got about 25 ideas to talk about in about 45 minutes. So we'll see how this goes. So in the beginning, there was the Big Bang. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so anyway, if you're listening to this, thank you. I uh, It does not go unnoticed to both Ben and myself that we have even though it might not be a whole lot of listeners, we have some, and the fact that you guys are taking time out of your day to listen to us talk and chat and just kind of shoot the shit, it means a lot. Uh, we, I mean, this podcast wouldn't exist without you guys. I mean, to be fair, if we weren't doing this, we'd probably be having the same conversations over the phone. So, <laughs> there's that to think about. Uh, but, no, we... We definitely, we appreciate you guys. And for fuck's sake, if you guys want to be on the show, we want to have you. Like, I don't know if it's just shitty Instagram marketing that's on me that we haven't had a huge uh, following or a lot of people that want to be guests. But if you want to be a fucking guest, please be a fucking guest. We would love to have you. We do this podcast for you. I mean, this is... A little bit for us, just because it's kind of fun and it's an escape from life for a little bit. But we want to have more people. We had only <laughs> we were only together for six days over winter break, and that's a very small number because Ben uh, started a new job in Chicago at a coffee shop, and he had to be back on Christmas Day in Chicago. And props to him for bearing the airport on Christmas of all days. That's that takes some fucking guts uh meanwhile i traveled to 
uh, Ashland, Oregon to spend Christmas with my dad and my stepmom and my stepbrothers and my sister. So we had, I say six before, we had four days together. And the first day was Ben was spending time with his family, which, (laughs) fuck, I understand. Um, Being away for two years myself, uh, I I know how much, how valuable that time is. So uh, there's that. Um, but we got three amazing interviews that we're going to be releasing weekly starting, we're going to do this one. And then next week we're going to release, uh, Fernando Montenegro's interview, also known as Nanders to those of you who follow the amazing photographer that he is on Instagram or Twitter. He was so much fun to talk to. We, we talked about relationships. We talked about how he started his business, what got him interested in photography, because if you haven't seen his Instagram or his Twitter you should check it out. It is absolute incredible, absolutely incredible work. It is just one of the purest forms of passion for one thing that I've seen pretty much in my entire life. So he's out there doing his thing, and we had so much fun talking to him. We spiraled into Smash Bros, which Ben and Nanders had an amazing time talking about. I don't know the first thing about Smash Bros, but... They had fun. We we had a great time. It was full of laughter. It was full of fun. Uh, then the next day, we talked to Tucker Skazafava. He uh, he and I go way back. We played baseball when we were fucking nine, ten years old together. We uh, and since then, we've just kind of been. Uh, Tucker hosts like three podcasts. He hasn't uh, done a show in a bit, but those are some seriously interesting ones, so you should definitely go check those out. They're on, uh, I listen to them on the podcast app on that's provided by Apple. Uh, if you just search in his name, I think it's unique enough where you could find it on the first try. Um, and so we talked about that. We talked about his trip to New York that he did over summer. Talked about comedy. It was It was a great time, again, filled with laughs. Uh, and jokes and stuff like that. So we had a great time talking to him too. And lastly, <clears throat> we talked to Autumn Dewey. She uh, she was one of my first uh, friends when I went to Billinghurst. Uh, she she and I go back to eighth grade algebra, just shooting the shit, uh, kind of just becoming friends because we uh, I don't know we she was just she is the epitome of an amazing person so selfless so just her heart is full of love and laughter and joy and she is amazing and she we talked about her podcast get it twisted which i highly encourage our listeners to go to check out it's they talk they tackle some very interesting subjects they talk about very uh raw and emotional truths uh so we, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I don't know a better way to explain it, but it's very eloquent. It's very, it's informational and yet it's so much fun to listen to. I couldn't stop once I started. So take it, uh, check the, check her podcast out, get it twisted, talked about, uh, relationships. We talked about what I was like in middle school compared to what I was like now or what I am like now. And the same goes for her. And yeah, no, so we had an amazing time over winter break, um, even though it was only four days, and one of those was spent drinking white Russians and margaritas at Chili's, of all places. Uh, so yeah, no, we uh, 
we only got three interviews done, but we'd love to do more. We have these new adapters for our microphones for our phones so that we can continue to use Anchor and the sound quality won't sound as bad, which is incredible because I realized that our first season was kind of just a test run to see if this would be any sort of successful. And enough people to us listened, so we kind of figured we'd continue with this whole joke of a company and of a podcast and so far we've had so much fun doing it so point is if you want to be a guest please do not be scared dm us text us uh we have an email uh just reach out we would love to talk to you it yeah this is for you guys as much as it's for us and yeah so now that i've got that out of the way uh, I think I'd like to start with 2019 in general. Um, the past year for me, I don't know how Ben feels about this, but for me personally, the past year has been absolutely the most transformative of my life. I feel like it was packed with highs, lows, and everything in between, uh, between the highs of, um, my best friend Blaine coming down to SoCal to spend a weekend with me, uh, working at my baby sister's school to uh, just to be closer to her for the summer uh, as a teacher. That was so much fun. Um, watching my dad officiate football, that's, I mean, that is probably one of his biggest passions. And it's so cool to get to meet all the guys on the crew and watch him do his thing and nail it every fucking time. Uh, seeing my mom write and just, I mean, the eloquence she has in her writing is beyond me. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't go to anyone else to proofread or f- edit my papers. My, f- I mean, the two times a year I do a Facebook post, she is everything I want to be in a writer. She is absolutely incredible. So watching her do that is amazing. My baby sister, uh, Jill, not Bri, uh, graduating high school a semester early, working her ass off. I mean, <laughs> I am so proud of her. She is everything I could ever want in a sister. She is perfect, and I'm so proud of her. My baby sister, my actual baby sister, Bri, losing her first, or her uh, first top tooth. That was that was a priceless moment. Um. Just seeing her reaction, knowing I was going to be back in Reno for a couple of years and just being close to her and watching how amazingly she's transformed. It's probably one of the biggest joys of my life currently and will be for the rest of it. Um, Yeah, no, so there's highs like that. There were lows like uh, I got out of a two-year relationship. I'm sure many people probably know that, but... That was a very transformative time for me. And uh, so there's that. Uh, Probably having to quit a job because the manager was probably one of the biggest misogynists I know. And it's very uncomfortable even as a a guy to work in in an environment where that kind of behavior is tolerated and accepted. Um, 
just kind of the the feeling of moving in with your parents again while you're trying to save up money to get your own place. It's a weird feeling because at one part of you says, yeah, you should be over this by now. But it's also, yeah, so (laughs) we'll just go from there. Um, Yes. uh, And kind of just like feeling empty. And that's how I felt for the first half of the year because I wasn't following my dreams. And that's kind of what I went to Chapman to do. Um, Chapman was an incredible experience. And the people I met there are some of the greatest people I've ever met. I mean, I still have so many strong connections. Uh, Tim, Charlie, Jackie, anybody listening to this. Cameron, my old roommate, man. (laughs) I still talk to that guy every single day. He is one of the closest people to me um, one and probably the best person I met down there. Oh, hands down, the best person I met down there. Uh, shit, there's so many to name. Uh, Brad, Garrett, Priya, all of them, they're, they're amazing people. Chapman was filled with amazing people. And I can't forget Emilio and Amanda. Shit, they're... And, oh, Peyton, uh, I don't know if anybody from Chapman listens to this, but uh, a good friend of mine, her name is Peyton Miller, she got engaged recently, which is incredible, she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met, and I could not be more happy for her, she's just taking life by the balls, that's fucking awesome. Um, And to all the people who I'm currently spacing on names, Chapman was great because of you. The problem I had with Chapman was I was a creative writing major, and while I love writing, I think it's very important to write. I think it is probably one of the purest art forms. I want to act. I want to be... I kind of want to just... Yeah, I just want to act. I want to be the next Brad Pitt, or the next Matt Damon, or the next John Hammond, the next Chris... I I can name drop for days, but I want to reach that level, and I was not doing what I should have been doing while I was down there. And that's definitely on me. And this is not a pity episode. This is not a, oh my gosh, like, you know, no. This is me reflecting on the mistakes I've made and vowing to get better from there. And the first part of that is getting it out in the open, listening to yourself say it, because it doesn't really become true until you accept it. And that's why, that's ultimately why I came back to Reno, at least to regroup I was a theater major at UNR for the fall semester of 2019, and though I loved it, I loved the professors, I mean, Bill Ware, Sandra Neese, uh, Kendra Bell, uh, Dave Anderson, four of the most incredible professors I've had. I don't know, university, the idea of college just doesn't seem right to me. It's it's not what I, I don't feel comfortable with doing it really at all uh I just feel like it's stalling me in a way and there's nothing wrong with that and it took a while for me to accept that I could be doing so much more with my time following my dreams and stuff along those lines but for anybody who needs to hear that college isn't A degree used to be you get a degree and as soon as you get out of college, you have a job lined up. It's guaranteed because of a piece of paper that says you completed four years doing this. It's not like that anymore. It's 
I mean, people always joke about millennials complaining about all their problems and just kind of being whiny bitches all the time. But I understand that as well. I mean, rent for my parents was $400 in the the mid-90s. And now you're lucky to find a place for seven hundred. It's it's kind of amazing, the influence that time has over how people grow. And <laughs> it sounded like a really stupid sentence, but it's true. It's it's really hard for kids nowadays. So it, I'm doing, I am taking a gap semester for now, and just working full time. I have a part time job at a restaurant and I'm trying to get a full-time job at a real estate company, uh, as a real estate assistant. Uh, I mean, and the restaurant, yeah, no, that's kind of just me getting out there and trying to get some cash to, you know, blow on movies with friends or beers at the ski resort or whatever it may be. But the real estate job is kind of my first, like, it was the first big interview I really wanted to nail. And I feel like that's because it can it can definitely influence my life in ways that I hadn't thought of before. But back on track, the only reason I'm able to go out for these interviews to get the ability to do to work full time and part time if that happens. Uh, it's because of the fact that I decided to take a year off, or a semester off from school. I'm leaning towards the year. I'm going to be totally honest, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, and so that's the first big thing I wanted to talk about, that it's okay if you don't know what's, what your life is going to look like. It, it, it's okay if you don't have this whole giant plan. It's kind of just rolling with the punches and seeing what comes along the way. And I'm a huge advocate for that. I feel like if anybody's unclear or uncertain of what they want their future to look like or to how to map it out, take a break. It's nobody's judging you. And if they do, who the fuck cares? It's not their life. It's yours. You got to live to the fullest. And I think that only comes when you accept the fact that certain things aren't for you. And it's time to audit your friends or your current way of life. Or even cut off family members that aren't adding to your to your overall happiness or success. Um, and realizing that was a huge game changer for me. So there's we've talked about that. So uh, let's let's move on. Um, before we go any further, I feel like I, I should take at least a couple of moments because I wouldn't be here without a lot of people and. Though they are innumerable. My sister Jill is my biggest inspiration, hands down. She always pushes me to be better. And I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't had a sisterly influence like she's given me. She's wise beyond her years. And though she listens to garbage rap, she is an old soul at heart. (laughs) And Jill, I love you and your music taste sucks. Um, Bri, Briarly is, I mean, she is the perfect human in a six-year-old body. She is amazing, and I love watching her grow up and kind of being that, like, parental figure to just 
it just it's so fun it's i'm she's <laughs> i'm at a loss for words but she's perfect too uh, my parents my stepmom uh just encouraged me to think about the next step to to be there when i need them to uh, support me when i'm in a starbucks crying because i have no idea what the fuck i'm gonna do with my life it's those moments that show true character when you're on the when you're on your knees in the dumps whoever shows up to be there for you is really a true friend a true family member and i think it's amazing because not there it doesn't nobody gives a fuck about how many instagram followers you have if if you're at a standstill in your life and you have no idea what the fuck you're going to do and you you end up crying if nobody shows up, then the amount of Instagram followers you have doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't matter just in general, but I have an amazing support system. My parents and my grandparents, I mean, some of my biggest heroes. I mean, my mom and my dad have always been my heroes. And my grandpa and my grandma and my stepmom, they are incredible. And my grandpa Dave, who is resting in a very far away place I know he is right there beside me every time I need him and I'm grateful for that I always my favorite memory of him was when he well, I got in trouble for something for my dad and so my dad sent me to my grandpa's while my stepbrothers my sister my stepmom and my dad went to some event I think it was a movie and my, <laughs> they didn't know that my grandpa's house is the least punishment worthy place ever and so i walked in and he's he pretty much told me hey who cares what they think we're gonna have a good time you want to watch some baseball and he was a huge dodgers fan right ride or die and uh about half an hour and he's like okay let's order some pizza and i said all right sure i'll i'll give him a call what what would you like and he's like well just get me an everything pizza and whatever you want I was like, so are we sharing the everything pizza? He's like, no, are you kidding me? You get your own pizza. I don't want you taking any of my pizza. And having an entire pizza to yourself, watching baseball, that was probably one of my favorite memories of my childhood slash adolescence. It was incredible. So he is up there resting his heart out, playing baseball with the Dodgers. People like Sandy Koufax and, I mean, Jackie Robinson – Jackie Robinson, Jesus. Um, I mean, they're up there. He is with my Uncle Dan, just rooting their hearts out. And I love them both dearly. Um, now to my friends, Blaine and Kay and Leslie, the core three, the Star Wars boys. Um, those are the three guys that really have made my transformation when I came back to Reno. They made me feel at home from the first moment, and I could not be more grateful for them. They are some of the truest brothers that I've ever had, and I I would like to thank them. And the Clear Eyes Gang, and the Cube Chat, all the guys in there, and Jillian, of course. Um, yeah, no, Jillian's the only girl in those two group chats, so I had to make it notable that I was not marginalizing her presence. Um, they have really showed me just like the 
epitome of what college hanging out should be, whether it's going to the U for $1 rum and cokes or playing beer die in the backyard or just hanging out and watching The Mandalorian. Like, those are some of my favorite memories of this past year, and I could not be more happy for that. Um, so, now that I've spent six minutes giving my thanks out <laughs> and reminiscing on good times, I, I, I think I'd like to share my 2020 resolution. Um, there are a couple that I won't name just because they're kind of embarrassing for me to admit. Um, but my, my main one was to get in shape and to actually stick to a dieting system and to work out consistently. And I couldn't have done that without my friend Hunter Sipovac. He's incredible. His work is amazing. And his transformation is insane uh he is a bodybuilder he is uh, an npc competitor i love to have him on the show sometime soon um but yeah no we he gave me a diet plan and a workout plan and uh it took a little bit to get used to but that is uh, that's part of the journey um so that is the big new year's resolution i wanted to stick to my other one is no alcohol uh, just because I don't need alcohol to be happy. I think that's, if that's your excuse for drinking it, you might be an alcoholic and I'd encourage that. Yes, drinking is fun. And believe me, I'm nowhere near judging any, anybody listening to this right now, but it's good to just take a break and sit back and see just the joy of life without being intoxicated in any way. Um, just kind of being high on life. And that's a super stupid saying, in my opinion, just because you don't need to be high on anything. You can just enjoy. Um, and I guess that's the entire point of the saying, but anyways, um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, so yeah, no alcohol sticking to the diet plan and just consistency in general. That's the third and final point that I'm going to make about this resolution. It's, it is so important in my opinion that to be consistent it's whether it's getting up at 7 a.m on the dot every day about the weekend whether it's making your bed every day whether it's making sure your room is spotless whether it's uh doing your work to the fullest extent and not calling out to go skiing i've been guilty of that and i regret that but it's those kinds of things just being professional i feel like that's probably the best way to put it it's so important because so many kids these days, and I know it uh, sounds really hypocritical as I am a kid as well, but so many kids these days don't stand out to employers, don't stand out to people because they don't give a shit. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about their physical appearance or if they how many times they call in per week or whatever. They're just kind of living their life uh, with the safety net. And I feel like at our age, I'm only 20, but at our age, it's imperative that we kind of break that cycle. So many people of earlier generations look down on kids because we are lazy, because we are unprofessional, because we don't stick to our words, stuff like that. And I think it's time to break that cycle. It's, it's hard to do. And believe me, I understand that because I'm guilty of pretty much everything I just said. But and though I think New Year's resolutions are stupid because it shouldn't take another year coming to kind of stick to something, it's a good place to start. And if you haven't made one or if you 
are anti-New Year's resolutions, I'd encourage you to just think about making a daily goal of just being consistent, being professional, being the best version of yourself that you can be every day. Um, let's look at the list here. Uh, talked about renewed passions. Life was kind of a just the gist of everything. Oh yeah, stickers. Uh, we have a bunch of effort effort stickers. I'm ordering more currently. Um, they are three by three vinyl stickers. They have our original pineapple logo. They are awesome. Um, if you reach out to us after this interview, stickers will be on me, postage and everything. If not, they are high quality. Probably sell them at two bucks a piece. We just like to get the word out there that our podcast exists. We kind of want to just get that like, oh my God, what is that sticker? Can you tell me about it? That kind of thing out there. And I, uh, yeah, so there's that. Thanks to Sticker Mule for that. That's, uh, they are really saving my ass there. <laughs> um, also, yeah, totally random tangent, but shut the fuck up, gun girl. Nobody likes you. You're kind of, I mean, uh, I support the Second Amendment. But I also think that gun reform is imperative. I mean, Australia putting gun reform after that synagogue shooting last year, and it took them a day. I can't believe it's taken us 250 years to like implement kind of a stricter uh, background check and shit like that. I mean, <laughs> Joe Rogan said it in one of his comedy specials on Netflix. If Thomas Jefferson came back today and saw what was happening in the world, his first thing, the first thing he would say would be, you guys didn't change anything? You know, I re- you realize I wrote that with a fucking feather. Like, that is so true. We And Gun Girl's just making it worse. She's just trying to instigate uh, violence. She's just trying to piss people off. So to people like Michael Hawes, who kind of shut her down in the best way, uh, the Australian group that she interviewed for taking them like champs and just kind of stumping her props to you guys, because that chick is fucking crazy and she's kind of just the worst. So anyway, got that out of the way. Um, I have a quote that I'd like to share. Today is your life. Live with intention. Speak the truth. Make mistakes. Take risks. Have an adventure and embrace the journey. Let's break that down line by line. Today is your life. Well, you know, I get the message, but every day is kind of your life too. But then again, you don't know if you have it tomorrow. So that's a good start. Live with intention. That goes back to what we were talking about, about the resolution, being professional, being consistent. Every day you should make it so that you do one thing. It could be making your bed. Or it could be applying for a job. Or it could be drinking more water. Just live the best that you can for that day. Speak the truth. Make mistakes. If you make a mistake, who fucking cares? Everybody does. There's millions of mistakes being made every second. Just own up to it. I'm doing my best to do that in this year. That goes with being consistent. And it feels so much better than having to lie to to cover up to do any of that shit. So make mistakes because you're never going to learn. I mean, Thomas Edison's oldest quote or most remembered quote, I didn't fail or yeah, I didn't fail. I learned a thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. (laughs) 
999 light bulbs were mistakes because they didn't work. In the the thousandth try, boom. Thanks, electricity. Take risks and have an adventure. Every day is an adventure, in my opinion. Every day that you're presented with new challenges, new things you can take on, new whatever you want to do. New opportunities just at the core of it. And while life can sometimes seem mundane, it's your job to kind of seek that adventure out and embrace the journey, which is the last part of that quote. Because the person you are right now is accumulated from those experiences, from those adventures, from the risks that you take. And it's so important to live in a way that you could be proud of if you died tomorrow. And I've finally gotten to a point in my life where if I died tomorrow, I would be completely okay with it because I gave it my all. And that's what I'm trying to do every day because tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Um, And I think a lot of millennials and a lot of kids our age or my age kind of had this invincibility complex and it's so far off and just living with intention I think that's probably the best part of that quote so something to consider um yeah just uh, let's see um yeah if you're going skiing stay safe there was an avalanche today at Alpine one guy's uh one guy died uh, another person is missing um so be careful <laughs> skiing snowboarding backcountry it's dangerous it is a very dangerous sport i mean technically every sport is but this one you're either on one or two sticks and you're going down a snowy hill be safe i've been in a number of crashes and yard sales and when i was super new at skiing there's a kid going super slow and he made a, a turn that i couldn't outmaneuver and i just fucking flipped over him and i felt so bad i yard sailed everything and i was his australian dad said hey what the fuck are you doing you could have fucking killed my son and i i didn't know what the fuck to do and i was so scared and so yeah just take into account that life is precious and if you're gonna if you're gonna go skiing or snowboarding at alpine or squaw or mammoth or Wherever the fuck you might be, just be careful, know your limits, all that jazz. I think I am morally obligated to say that. Um, yeah, uh, Other another random tangent. Frozen 2 is awesome. I don't care who knows it. I think it's fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, it's just it's so fucking funny. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Go take a look. Uh, see what I'm talking about. I'm sure... That if you have a soul, you'll probably feel the same. Uh, anyway, uh, also another movie suggestion. It's a little harder to. Well, we'll do two more movie suggestions. The first one, a little harder to swallow as an American citizen. It's the. It's called the Report. It's on Amazon Prime Video, and it stars Adam Driver, Annette Bening, and John Hamm. It's about the. Uh, post 9-11 terror interrogations of al-qaeda members or suspected al-qaeda members is very interesting and i think it's very important as americans to be politically informed even no matter if you like politics or if you pretend or prefer sorry if you prefer to stay out of them completely it's important to be aware and 
the United States government was hiding that information for years. And because of Daniel Jones, who is uh, Adam Driver's character, he is a real person. Uh, the truth got out and it kind of just sheds a new light on whistleblowers everywhere. Uh, seeing something that's wrong and trying to make a change. I think that's hugely important and it's an amazing movie. Very well done. I, th- I, I highly encourage you, uh, you to watch it. The other movie, which is much more easy going, called Hit and Run. It is one of my favorite movies. It's actually, it stars Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, who are a real-life married Hollywood couple. And Dax Shepard is the reason that I wanted to start podcasting. His podcast, Armchair Expert, is one of my favorites to listen to, whether I'm at the gym or on an airplane or on a train, just in the car, going for miles on end. It's so much fun to listen to. He interviews some of the best guests. I love it. Ashton Kutcher, Rain Wilson, uh, some of my favorite episodes. Uh, so give that a sh- give that a ch- check out. But uh, yeah, hit and run. It's got Bradley Cooper. It's got Tom Arnold. It's got Kristen Chenoweth. It is such a funny movie. I love it, and it really explores relationships at the core of what they are, uh, romantic ones, as it were. And I think you should check it out. Uh, so yeah, it's on Netflix currently. Uh, Netflix actually added a lot of really good movies recently, and I'm very. Uh, very excited because for a while there I couldn't find anything else to watch but The Office and Parks and Rec. So I'm glad they're stepping up their game. Um, let's see, we got that. Uh, we got that. Um, what did I write down? Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I don't know. We'll just say that. Okay. The last thing that I want to talk about before I sign off is being you unapologetically. I think we've covered this quite a bit over the past 37 minutes and 52 seconds, but there's only one person that can influence your life, and that's you ultimately. Sure, there are a bunch of out outer factors, external factors in your development. There are a bunch of internal ones too. And it's very, it's hard. Life is hard. It's full of shit. It's full of hardships. It's full of work. It's full of a lot of things that nobody really wants to do. So it's all up to you to find what it is you want to do and go do it. Uh, Go take what's yours. My dad told me that before I had a job interview on Wednesday. And that kind of really stuck with me. Um, If you want something, it's your responsibility to go get it. And I think that's something that a lot of people kind of forget and kind of just, they kind of self, I don't know, I'm blanking on the word, damn it. Um, Anyway, they kind of get in the way of their own minds and... Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Most of the time it doesn't. That's happened for me more times than I can count. Um, And it's our duty to go get something that we want. I think it's... And it all starts with being confident in the human that you are. And it's it's hard. So if, if there is... If anybody who's listening to this right now is 
kind of scared of confronting someone or accepting a part of them that they are, that they haven't really showed anyone. Uh, it could be as simple as not knowing which cereal to buy next time we go to the store. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it could be as simple as just kind of doing an audit of your friends and knowing the friends that are going to better you and knowing which ones are going to be stuck living at their parents' house when they're 30. Uh, I encourage you to take those chances because you're never going to go anywhere until you realize what you want and you realize what you deserve. Everyone in this exists Everyone in this world right now who exists currently deserves the chance to, to create happiness for themselves. And sure, there are a lot of ways you can go about this. Being selfish, being a dick, uh, just, just kind of being cruel and driving people away is a very fast and very efficient way to do it, but it's not healthy. Um, but being confident, being humble, being honest with yourself, those are all huge factors in finding out who you are. I think 2020, and by the way, who are the fuck keeps saying 2020 is a new decade? It's not. 2021 is the start of a new decade. And it's, it's kind of just math, math. So if you have a problem with that math, um, <laughs> Anyway, it's it's the middle of January. We have 50 more weeks of this year, which is roughly uh, 340 days. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, well, 350 technically if there's 365 days. In, uh, 348. Yeah, I'm going to stop with the day thing. Um, 2020, it's a chance for you to reinvent yourself. I'm in the process of trying my hardest to figure out who I am, what I want, how I'm going to get to where I want to be, and nobody really has to know that currently for you. Nobody really has to do anything like that. But if you want to accept yourself, if you want to be you unapologetically, it starts with thinking. It starts with action. It starts with reorganization and everybody is capable of that i think it's hugely important to to be the best version of you that you can be every day and i know i've said that a couple of times on this episode alone and i'm sorry for that but we all have a duty to ourselves to be the best person we can be and i believe everybody especially the people listening to this have that choice we are Humans innately are kind of really the only organisms on this earth who can make rapid changes not dictated by the rules of evolution. And, I mean, you can go from being a meat eater one day to a vegan the next day and never look back. Uh, say that to a monkey, see what happens. Uh, it's not going to work. We are the only people who really have that choice, who have that ability to choose and stick. So if that's something that interests you, if you want to change for yourself, if you want to change for your mom or your dad or your girlfriend or your best friends, props to you. And I encourage that because we all need a refresher at some point. 
and I know I'm getting a little off topic, but there's so many emotions that go into this, and fuck, it's not easy at all, and just trying, like, trying to be consistent is a huge change for me, because I was always kind of the slacker, and I was always kind of the, oh, whatever happens, happens, you know, I was always in that boat, I encourage the people listening to this right now that, to know that I'm on your side if nobody else is, if you ever need someone, reach out to me, if you ever want to sit down, I'll buy you a cup of coffee, we can talk, because as I said in the first three minutes of this ep- of this episode, it's all about you guys, and if you guys aren't at your best, or if you guys are at a stalemate trying to get there, we want to help, I know Ben's in Chicago, and so he can only really do so much for the people in Reno at the current moment, but for the next year at least I'm here and I'd love to sit down with you and get to know you better and get to know your goals so with that in mind thank you for listening to this I really have enjoyed talking to however many of you decide to listen Um, if you have any questions if you have any comments if you have any concerns if you have any qualms uh, text me email me DM me. I don't really care. I just want to hear what you thought. And I would really actually love if you would comment when I put this on Instagram and just let me know what you guys think. I It took a bit of courage to do this and I'm uh, kind of scared for what people think afterwards, but I don't know. I'm, it's all about consistency and living with intention and embracing the journey. And so, yeah. So, for uh, until next time, I'm Dylan Dale and Ben. I love you, buddy. Uh, I'll call you next week sometime. Uh, anyways, I'm Dylan Dale signing off. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, see you on the flip side.